0: I had to kind of ease off of social media a bit because I was uh, straining my, my wrist. My wrist. And, um, you know, it's still a little bit uh, wonky. And so I was, uh, like, massaging it and um, soaking um, Epsom salts. Epsom salts are kind of magical, I I find. But anyway, um, welcome back to the Chiefs for Governor And we are going to listen to something groovy. It's called True Color. Oh, this is a nurse strike. We just covered global insecurity. And we're on um, the Young Turks right now. Incarceration Nation. Okay, let's talk about uh, Ray, uh, Puerto Rico. Our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico. Santa.
1: If you're a fan of TYT, it's time for you to check out Indisputable with sure Dr. Is. Rashad Ritchie. Okay. On his show, Dr.
0: And so, yeah, I cover all the pro democracy podcasts. I'm an aggregator, you can call me. Aggregator. Aggregate, aggregate, aggregate. <laughs> Agitates and aggregates. Um, that's what we need. We need uh, everybody to, like, if you support the pro-democracy movement, if you don't want to say something nice about me to a friend of yours, talk about Midas Tech. Talk about Lincoln Project. Talk about Legal AF um podcast and check them out michael cohen oh my god michael cohen tony michaels check out these you, you need to, you need to hear these everybody does pass it on pass it on pass on the good word the gospel all right, well, we of pro-democracy. a pro-democracy with you guys rock and roll Have some fun. all right uh you know, usual disaster stories, fun stories, ridiculous stories. Uh, Republicans admitting, well, I'm dumb. So what do you want? Trump's getting locked up. Trump's getting today. locked up. <laughs> of- the substance okay that's what I think good. super vegetables
1: you're eating super foods on the show fuck today the first hour. we're gonna have an excellent interview Naughty with Trump. a prison that abolitionist someone who I actually deeply respect and I think would be a great person to share her point of view and the point of view of prison abolitionists on the show so we'll be doing that in the first hour. Second hour though dessert. We're gonna we're gonna eat dessert. that's what we're gonna do. Chocolate cake whatever your vice is okay you like ice cream we'll give you ice cream. It's gonna be a good time.
2: Okay, Creme Brulee, second hour. But for now, news—literally mm. mm, disastrous news. Yeah. Ulito Cirino says he was sleeping when the winds tore the roof off his house.
3: The storm dumping torrential rain across much of the island. Watch as raging floodwaters sweep away this bridge, reportedly fully constructed it? after Hurricane Maria. Oh.
1: You just watched the devastating damage done by Hurricane Fiona, which, of course, has now come to Puerto Rico less than five years after the devastation of Hurricane Maria. The entire island, as we speak, is without power. Uh, oh, about God. 1.4 million do- uh, 1.4 million customers to their power utility uh, are, have no power whatsoever, wow. and it's likely going to take a few weeks, if not a few, I'm sorry, a few days, if not a few a weeks, million. to get that power back. Now,
0: Fiona has led to catastrophic
1: flooding, and uh, the fact was undeniable as the governor
4: of the U.S. territory uh,
1: experienced everything firsthand. I want to go to this next video to give you some more visuals of just how bad the situation is on the ground in Puerto Rico call Biden 202-456-1111 tell him hey man
0: what about Puerto Rico so as he was
1: giving that press conference uh, you could tell that the power went out and the power remains to be unavailable to the entirety of the island just to give you some more details on what's happening uh, on the ground uh, Luma the private consortium contracted by Puerto Rico to manage its electrical transmission and distribution system said the deteriorating weather And strong winds were extremely dangerous and impeding our ability to evaluate the entire situation. Luma said it could take several days to restore power. And I want to just take a moment to remember that. We heard similar stories after the power went out following Hurricane Maria, but much of the island went without power for far longer than a couple of days or a few days. Uh, So it's important to be realistic about the situation. The governor of California and New Jersey have committed to sending help to Puerto Rico as soon as it's safe to do so. There are currently some uh, evacuation and rescue uh, missions taking place to rescue anyone who might be stranded as a result of the floods. Some parts of the island were just battered by high winds uh, as fast as 100 miles per hour. Uh, Some parts of Puerto Rico experienced more than two feet of rainfall in a short period of time. So as you can imagine, the infrastructure wasn't prepared for it. Uh, Homes were absolutely destroyed. It's just complete devastation. And clearly this this island uh u.s territory desperately needs america's help right the u.s government's help and i think the one thing that's different today versus what happened uh following hurricane maria is we don't have donald trump who seemed to have a weird antagonistic relationship with puerto rico and its government yes, officials it seems like president mean, joe biden is taking this far more seriously than trump F. did and he's not using this tragedy a as a way to retaliate against puerto rico so that gives me a little bit of puerto hope Rican. uh but to be That's frank it is just puerto absolute rico. devastation on the ground there one, Believe it or not, it could be worse, and it has been worse. It was in 2017.
2: Unfortunately, That's probably will be worse thief. again. But as I saw the the, the significant flooding in Puerto Rico uh, and uh, they, you the damage down again, and, I mean, like
5: just guys, imagine for
2: a, a second, all of the power is out on the entire island you know on the mainland we're not as used to that and that's a that's a hell of a thing right and so that's pretty big so but i, I keep thinking about man not just puerto rico because of climate change some significant islands will be wiped out and this stuff's getting very very real and soon the flooding will wash away some massive islands and countries in this world and, and, then, and you know, look, I'll tell you one more depressing thing, Anna. Um, mm-hmm. Unless it happens directly to America, and, and I think for a lot of Americans, unfortunately, Puerto Rico doesn't count. I think it counts, but I know uh, how right wingers think, certainly. Uh, and, uh, and unless it happens to America, we don't really care. I mean, a third of Pakistan was underwater. No one in America cared, the media didn't care. So this is the Puerto Rico. Is, 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 you know obviously a territory. It's covered a little bit more, but not anywhere
1: near what it would be covered if it happened in Texas or Florida. So
5: well, keep happening.
0: let me obvious. not only
1: double down on what you're saying, but come from an even more pessimistic perspective because I don't know why you're under the assumption that these tragedies in the U.S. mainland uh, would somehow be taken more seriously than what we're seeing in Puerto Rico. I mean, the fact of the matter is, yes, uh, there's more of an effort to provide emergency relief uh, to whichever state is experiencing a extreme an extreme weather event or some sort of natural disaster, but where I would look to to see if the country is really taking the situation seriously is to see if we're actually doing something to mitigate the damage we're doing to the environment, which clearly exacerbates these natural disasters, right? And so there's been some efforts by the Biden administration, you know, he passed his so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which I think is just poorly named, but nonetheless, it, it deals with climate change to some extent, but understand that the bar has been so incredibly low because the United States government hasn't really done much uh, prior to that in terms of responding to the climate emergency. Uh, But I should also note that Biden and immediately approve. the uh, Puerto Rico's emergency declaration to free up federal resources and that's what I was referring to earlier Jake that with Trump he really used Hurricane Maria as a political opportunity for himself to make What he thought was some sort of great political point about mismanagement in Puerto Rico. At the end of the day, you want to have a discussion about potential corruption in Puerto Rico or mismanagement in Puerto Rico, fine, I guess. But immediately after a a disaster like Hurricane Maria, not just going with what you can do to help. Uh, the U.S. territory, I think, speaks volumes of who Trump was. Uh, Remember, that's where he gave that incredibly embarrassing speech where he's throwing rolls of uh, tissue paper and stuff, um, or paper towel, I should say, at people who are begging for help. He was talking about Hurricane Maria in an incredibly sophomoric way, referring to it as an island surrounded by water, big water. I mean, it was just embarrassing. And it seems like at least now you have Joe Biden taking the matter far more seriously than what we saw during the, the Trump administration.
6: Yeah, uh, that's true. And let me uh, be uh, perfectly accurate about that quote. Uh, Watery is an
2: island, surrounded by water. water.
5: <laughs> so
0: what? And uh, the madman crowd was like, oh my God, how did he know?
2: Okay, so, uh, that, by the way, that's literal. That's what he said. Um, Okay, now look, one last thing. Uh, but sometimes if it's related to the disaster, there
6: is a time to talk about maybe doing things where right they wrong and not to just blame people based on racial stereotypes, right? So in this case, uh, we now have a private energy company in charge of the
2: energy, the you know, electric utilities in, in Puerto Rico. And I immediately thought, oh, oh and mm-hmm. the
5: governor
2: said, well, you know, they're on probation now. Now that we've lost power to the entire island, um, so if they privatized electricity, there's no way it's going to work. Because for those of you who are unfamiliar with that and just grown up with uh, corporate media propaganda, you're like, right, right? No, private industry takes the profits but doesn't want the costs, so they build flimsy stuff that breaks as soon as uh, there's trouble. And then they go, well, I don't you pay for it, because they know the government's going
1: to pay for it every time. So here we go again. I actually want to go to the last graphic real quick, Jen, because I'm curious what you think about this. So, the uh, Puerto Rico Electric Power Authority, which is a state run utility provider, was awarded $9.4 billion for projects to, quote, transform the island's electrical system, um, according to FEMA back in 2021. This year, FEMA announced 15 new projects totaling more than $107 million in funds dedicated to making Puerto Rico's power grid more reliable. Now, if this is literally a Category 1 hurricane, which... I'm questioning, okay, because if you read the of people living in Puerto Rico, what they've experienced with uh, this hurricane, uh, they do compare it to what they experienced with Maria, and they argue that this is actually worse, because with Maria, they dealt with high winds. With uh, Hurricane Fiona, they dealt with extremely high winds in addition to extremely heavy rainfall. And so... The question about mismanagement, I think, is okay. I think that's a legitimate question, especially when you're talking about tens of billions of dollars allocated to uh, make their electric grid a little more robust, a little more stable. Was that money mismanaged or
0: right I'm I'm tweeting Joe Biden right now says hi Biden while you're in Florida why not swing by Puerto Rico and do something about 1.4 million people with no electricity mofo what about PR Puerto Rico what about Puerto Rico do your job as POTUS and provide relief organize FEMA let Cuban doctors help their neighbors bueno for Cuba relations hashtag Cuba Libre I hope. let's see Instagram should I do some uh, Instagram uh, uh, chats and then I can send it to Yeah. him. Christopher Governor page. While I'm here I should do, what, what do I do Reels as well? Create a Reel on Facebook. Dude, like three of them. Ben Shapiro's live now, he can go fuck himself. Haha. Actually, I should go uh, ahead him. Uh, uploadings, that was three, um, This something about Egyptologists.
7: Hey Arizona women.
0: Fake Carrie Lake, the governor candidate of Arizona, wants to take away your right to abortion. In fact, she wants you to go to jail if you get an abortion. Not only that, she bashes the LGBTQ
8: community. She's an election denier. Vote around. Hey Arizona. Yeah, that's great.
0: November, baby. I can upload. That's like several, like six or seven um, videos. I hear you.
9: Crack and Rose and make me <laughs> La 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 la. La 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 and 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 La 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 La. Quick and Rose and make me smile. La 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 La. Quick and Rose and make me
5: smile. La la. la. La 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 la
9: la 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 Crack and roll make me smile La 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 la, 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 la. Crack and roll they make me smile La 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 persecutorial Christian. Rose and make me
5: smile.
9: La, la, la. <laughs> la 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 smile.
5: la la la
9: La la
0: la 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 la. La
9: da, la 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 la. la. Crackling roses make me smile. La la la. La 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 la. la, la.
8: Uh,
0: Protection of
8: Predatory
0: I like this cartoon.
5: <laughs>
0: I've got more reels than followers. ha ha ha. ha. Business. Crank the and, and
8: make me smile! La la
9: la! La la la! Crank the and, and make me smile! la la! La 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 la! la. la, la, la. and rose and make me smile! La la
4: la... La 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 la,
9: la, la, la. Okay. Oh, okay. La la la. Crankin' moves and make me smile. La la la. La 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 la, la 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 la. La la la. Crankin' moves and make me smile. la la. La 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 la. la.
0: Right. I think it's pretty cool. La, 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 la. Let's see, Democrats. Young Democrats. Press of the market, Democrats, Arizona. Uh-huh.
9: And make me smile. La la la. La 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 la. Make me smile. La 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 and rose, make me smile. la 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 la
8: I can vote and make me smile!
9: make
5: me smile. La, la, la. La, 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 la.
8: Disqualify. la la
9: la 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 And make me a smile. La 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 make me la 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 la
8: and make me smile.
9: That me smile La la
8: la, 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 la. make me smile. La la la. La Fucking
9: That makes me smile. La 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 la
8: La 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 la. La
9: la la. Quack and roses make me smile! La la la. La la la. Quack and roses make me smile! La la la. La 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 la. la, la.
8: la, la, la. Quick and rose
9: and make me smile. La la. La 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 la. La la la. la. la, la, la. Quack and rose and make me smile. La la. la. La la Rose.
0: Okay, now I'm going
8: to post a bunch on YouTube. That was pretty cool. Quacken rose.
5: Okay,
0: uploading. All right. Oh yeah, I made some delicious, made some delicious food last night. (laughs) Alex Jones testifies in Connecticut defamation trial.
5: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
8: they were
0: They do delete my comments. <laughs> Whoa,
9: what the fuck
0: is going on? Let's see, uh, where are the fucking treason charges for this piece of shit? Justice (laughs) Department So, there I had my say, uncivil law, uh-huh. alright, subscribers, some others, well, Alex Jones questioned during defamation trial, hmm, Pelosi holds weekly news briefing, streamed six minutes ago. Watch live.
4: Is The on? situation in Ukraine and democracy in our countries. Uh, what was exciting about it was that the speaker of the Ukraine Parliament... Comments are turned
0: off. Well, fuck you then. you then. I'm not going to be part of that. Couldn't declassify docs by thinking about it. <laughs> Seven minutes ago, ha, 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 ha. By the way, Johnny Depp is following me again on on It was on just like two day. days after
7: my birthday, and my friend just graduated nursing school. We're having a good time. We. Let's start with the Justice Department appeals court This is Department CNN. Of DOJ gets win, can use
0: to to their docs their classified docs in Trump criminal probe. Marla We also
7: should mention here that two of the three judges uh, on this appeals court panel were appointed by judges. Trump. I think that's yeah. worth mentioning here. This really refutes the lawyers' arguments. Of, of, uh, but also, that lower court judge Eileen Cannon, in which
0: unqualified judges.
10: Yeah, this Democrat was the, third, uh, sorry, the 11th Circuit bringing things back to reality. This is where the case law actually is in this type of situation. That for a civil plaintiff to be bringing this action, trying to regain access to documents that had classification markings on them, and they were now in the custody of the FBI in a criminal probe, there is no basis, there's no standing, as the 11th Circuit noted, no possessory interest to those documents in the absence of evidence of I declassification. And even that was a potential red herring in the sense that the search warrant wasn't about classified information, it was about classification markings. And these are still, even if they were declassified, and again, Donald Trump has shown no evidence of any of that. But even if there were, they're still government records. They're not his records. to the property of the United States.
7: Yet the judge in the ruling, the judges said there was no evidence that he had declassified these. However, this is what Donald Trump said. This was his latest defense last night about declassifying these documents
11: if you're the president of the united states you can declassify just by saying "Um, it's declassified even by thinking about it because you're sending it to mar-a-lago or to wherever you're sending it and there doesn't have to be a process there can be a process but there doesn't have to be you're the president you make that decision so when you send it it's declassified we i declassified everything
7: he thought it into declassification what do you make of that (laughs)
10: Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. And this is not me saying it. There were three different cases that came out during the Trump years, one of which I lost, in which Trump made these verbal orders of I'm declassifying XYZ. Every single time it got pulled back, the Justice Department pulled it back saying this wasn't an actual declassification order. The courts rejected it each time, saying there has to be a process followed. The simple verbal assertion isn't enough. Thinking it in his head to declassify it, that would be an obscenely reckless way to handle declassification because no one else would know. No one else in the government would know that these records, this information, is suddenly declassified. I get he's not a details guy, but these processes are what have to be followed. This is not a defense Damn. his lawyers are gonna actually try to put up, they've gotta to try to put up something competent and coherent.
7: Jenny Thomas, uh, uh, who of course it? is the
10: wife of Supreme
7: Court Justice Clarence Thomas, but she's also a conservative activist, believe. and most importantly, she was in touch with a lot of state officials leave. and Mark Meadows live. in this fake elector scheme, or certainly these efforts Thank to overturn uh, election results in 2020, she has agreed to sit down with the January 6th committee. What can they get from her?
10: Sure, so with Jenny Thomas, what they're looking at is not just her discussions with Mark Meadows but with John Eastman, the lawyer who we know is currently the subject of the criminal probe in the context of these fake electors and his efforts in coordination with Mr. Trump who apparently had retained him as a private attorney. She can provide context as to what efforts she was doing, what information John Eastman told her, what information she provided him, who else she interacted with on his behalf and vice versa. It can flesh out the picture more. They're not going to get into what she discussed with her husband. That's marital privilege. The committee's not going to go there, but this will further flesh out and ensure a comprehensive factual record of what the spouse of a Supreme Court justice was doing to try to overturn the election.
7: It's been a busy 24 hours, Bradley. We thank you for helping us understand it. Thanks. Have a good, good
2: morning. Good lines. Are you ignoring the warning signs that your body is getting older faster than your chronological age? About 90% of people who eat healthily believe they're extending their lives. But a stunning discovery shows that hidden in your DNA are telomeres and they are shrinking. Does it seem like you lack energy? You look and feel older than your actual age? Then this urgent message is for you.
0: How about let's let's uh, hear some uh, watch the beat with Ari Melber highlights September twenty one.
12: Breaking news on legal action hitting Trump.
0: Yeah,
12: <laughs> <laughs> New York Attorney General Letitia De- James today suing Donald Trump, three of his children, and his entire. <laughs> company this is new it builds on things you've heard about but it is a culmination of this investigation she has so doggedly pursued we're going to get into it with our experts let me tell you james is saying trump has committed a quote staggering fraud that he lied about the value of his properties that he lied to the authorities that he lied in financial statements that he did it for over a decade and that he furnished and this matters for the law false information to banks insurance companies as well as state authorities and then He would try to get favorable loans and cheat on his taxes.
4: Patent of fraud and deception that was used by Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization for their own financial benefit is astounding. Claiming you have money that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It's the art of the steal. There cannot be different rules for different people in this country or in this state. Former presidents are no different. No one is above the law.
12: That is the statement. That is the attorney general who has proven so aggressive in so many cases, without fear of favor. She's pursued people in both parties. And while the nature of her work means that some of this is vaguely familiar, especially to people in New York and people who follow legal news, but really around the country, you might say, didn't I hear about this before? Haven't I heard about the asset valuation? Haven't I heard about... Basically, that he's under investigation. Well, everything just changed with this case. It is the culmination. It is a bigger legal problem for him than he's ever had before in the attorney general's office. And this really first of a kind action today was rocketing across the world of news.
7: We are following unprecedented breaking news involving former President Donald Trump. The New York Attorney General just hit Donald Trump with a $250 million lawsuit. New million York's Attorney million. General, yeah. Letitia James, alleging widespread business fraud. Filing a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump.
4: Documents don't yeah, lie and documents don't forget.
7: This is tough, tough stuff for the, for the Trump organization. There's no question. This is a dark day for them dark and tough for them
12: because of the exhaustive receipts the lawsuit has over 200 fraudulent actions or misleading valuations the penalties could go up to a quarter billion trump and his children could be barred from doing business not only at the trump board but from really running any new york company that's one of the punishments that james is seeking the family and organization could also not be allowed to get money anymore to get liquidity to get bank funding in new york a big deal Trump has always said he's a deal maker, and let's be clear, he convinced a lot of people with understandable props, actions, funds, support from the banks, at times the New York legal and governmental community, really largely looking the other way, and by the way, that includes a lot of registered Democrats in New York who fill out some of these offices. So a lot of people in America thought, well, he is this rich, and he must be somewhat good at business. So this hits him legally, it also hits... The core promise and brand he's ever made. What you see on the front of the buildings. It also touches on his most high profile properties Trump Tower, 40 Wall Street in Manhattan, where James says he doubled the valuation. That's not a rounding error. Claiming something that was worth 200 million should be 530 million. Seven Springs, which is an upstate property, Trump said 250 million it was 10 times more than what James thought were comparable properties. Mar a Lago. Trump said 739 million. According to James' new case, she says it's worth no shade, no disrespect. It's not worth 739 million, no matter how large it is, or 500 million, or 200 million, or maybe maybe 100 million.
0: Or a million. James
12: says, and there'll be a court process to find out whether she's more truthful or he is. But she says it's just 75 million. Or Trump Tower, which I mentioned, Trump said 800 million. James says that should actually be factually valued around 200 million. Now, why do we have to go through each of them? You might be watching at home and say, Ari, I think I knew Donald Trump lied about his properties. (laughs) Why is that breaking news? Well, the answer is, this is not about what you kind of thought or assumed or what was obvious from his bluster. And it's not about whether he ever told fables on The Apprentice, which was carried on our sister channel, NBC, by the way, full disclosure. You're allowed to go on entertainment programs and tell all kinds of stories. This is about whether he lied to the government, lied to the authorities, lied to the banks, lied to the IRS in ways that meant you had to pick up the tab and you, the honest taxpayer, if you are paying your taxes,
7: you pick up the tab while he runs out on the bill and then claims to be a billionaire. It is okay to be so stressed and overwhelmed that you feel like you need to talk to someone about it. And by that, I mean going to therapy. Lately, the transition from college into
12: post-grad...
0: Please wear a mask in public indoor spaces. Do your job as an American. Call the Justice Department 202 514 2000 to do their job to protect us and the U.S. Constitution. Get these criminals off the streets. Take away his internet at least. For fuck's sakes. Bye. Sending the case to the IRS. Ha 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 ha. So it'll probably be uh, audited.
5: <laughs>
0: of course. Trump but a boils down to a fraud, as Eric Melbaugh highlights. States
9: so wealthy. Seizes
0: ill-gotten assets. My primary job is making sure not to kill the golden
2: goose, which is the brand and the brand that he's created over such a long period of time.
12: Everyone you just saw is accused in this new case them not only from running the trump organization we're funding it with more loans but to ban them from doing that with any companies in new york authorities have already made
8: some progress here take trump's top money man he's already barred from a
12: activity because he is now a convicted felon, Alan Weisselberg, facing hard time at Rikers. There he was on his perp walk, handcuffed, after pleading guilty. Well, Donald Trump denies <coughs> wrongdoing what doing and says today this is, quote, another witch hunt, like the Mueller probe, and he's entitled to defend himself. He'll get his day in court. The truth is that some of the roots of today's legal move did begin during that Mueller probe
5: because it was that legal
12: pressure... Which turned Michael Cohen from an almost comically extreme Trump defender to a cooperating star witness, saying Trump's
5: (coughs) business
12: was not about branding, not about innovation, but about lying to banks and insurers and the government to rip off to rip off enough money to appear more profitable than the business was. I know Mr.
5: Trump. I've stood by
6: him shoulder to shoulder for the past decade. Did the president ever provide inflated assets to an insurance company?
0: Right. (laughs) Right.
1: Do you think we need to review his financial statements and his tax returns in order to compare them?
6: Yes. I'm obviously very loyal and very dedicated to Mr. Trump. I think he's going to be a great president. To your knowledge, did the president...
12: Their job to pursue it. So let me remind you tonight, we checked. When Cohen said under oath all the fraud was directed by Trump and said it in public where everyone could hear. The authorities with jurisdiction over that company have a duty to investigate. And that's
5: what the agent did within
12: one month of the testimony you just saw. In March 2019, she began this trial, culminating in today's 220-page filing which wages a battle against Trump's now infamous tactics. You know about this. He does things to limit his legal exposure. <coughs> he wants lawyers using lawyers for dirty work to limit the evidence against him. Indeed, this new case picks up at a time when five Trump lawyers have faced legal trouble because of his actions. John who you see right there, plus Cohen, Clark, Giuliani, and a new lawyer under scrutiny in the classified documents case. So this is a thing he does, and prosecutors are very aware of it now.
5: So you see what James does here.
12: In this new case today, she lays out a roadmap, for <coughs> possibly indict Trump if they take the referrals by documenting evidence that directly implicates Trump and deals with how much he uses lawyers and cutouts. So she has the receipts here that employees were acting at Mr. Trump's direction, proof that Trump knew his acts were improper personally employing deceptive schemes personally pushing to increase other examples you see on the screen now it's not personal the law is not supposed to be but james is saying she has the receipts that trump personally pushed and directed which she calls a fraud so that is a lot tonight now is there a but? yes In fairness to Trump, the legal history of how we got here also includes another
5: probe into the same stuff which did not determine that it had enough evidence to charge him. That was actually a super interesting part of today's presentation if you were watching closely. For years, the AG's office and the Manhattan DA have been talking up their
12: joint probe into these same activities, this alleged fraud. And we know they work together. Today, James largely focused on her findings. And her referral to the feds she almost completely <laughs> elided any reference to the open Manhattan DA probe led by Alvin Bragg and that is the probe which got the conviction of the CFO but it's also the probe that reviewed a lot of evidence and did not indict Trump when it had the chance instead when some prosecutors in that office presented the evidence that they thought was chargeable Bragg said no he said he didn't see a strong enough case and some of those prosecutors resigned over it. You may recall we reported on that. Today, that same DA says their probe is active. So the DA made progress and added to the evidence here, but he did stop short of making a criminal case against Trump. And by the way, if you read between the lines of this... And there are many lines. It seems, although she didn't say it exactly, it seems to me as a reporter that James thinks the criminal case is valid, the one that the DA passed on Trump loses James' case, the penalties are huge, as we have touched on tonight. Being functionally run out of doing business in New York, which is the financial capital of America. James also asking the courts to bar all of the people here, Trump, his children, the executives, from running these companies or getting funding, and then going through the case alleges how they lied about Trump Tower and Mar-a-Lago, the site of that other federal probe right now. It lied about Seven Springs, that upstate New York state, which Eric Trump has talked up for a long time.
2: SD and Bomber have been litigating and trying these cases to verdict for over two decades. We started handling um, sex abuse cases in the school settings, uh, and unfortunately we've gravitated to handling uh, to adult sexual assault cases involving rideshare services like Uber knew from the beginning they would have problems with Looks their like they
0: deleted my comments. They don't have direct
2: supervision. The other thing Uber does not do is they don't do a thorough background check on their drivers. And so without a proper background check, without proper supervision, and you have young females who a lot of them have been drinking, it's just a recipe for disaster. We are handling a number of Uber and Lyft cases throughout the country and we have successfully resolved uh, a number of them also. And we've got some of the highest uh, single plaintiff results, not only in California, but in the nation. And because of that, Uber realizes, knows who we are. And so when it comes to resolving the case prior to trial, uh, Uber will um, tend to compensate our clients at a much higher level. We do take pride right in holding the wrongdoers accountable for their actions. New the State, which Eric Trump has talked about for a long time. This is a place that's really special
12: to myself, it's really special to my brother, my father, really the whole family, and then it's just really our compound. And I've spent so much of my life here. It's a special place for me and one that I'll always remember and one that I'll always be very close to. Me. Special's fine. That's an opinion. Time-lapse photography is fine. That's the way that maybe the property looks better. But this new case alleges that Trump hid and concealed information to inflate its value, that Eric Trump found it also special, also felt the business need to, quote, fraudulently increase the value of the tax savings they've Now, many people ask why this takes so long. I have people come up to me, literally in the street, okay, Ari, like, years and years, what's taking so long? Well, the truth is there can be several answers to that question.
7: Tonight's news adds a version of an answer. James has been methodically investigating and putting people on their own. Checking their stories, and then clashing with those witnesses who spent months fighting her, like Trump himself. Remember, he
12: claimed to talk tough, and didn't want to talk at all. That makes him look bad, legally, even if he's availing himself of his rights against getting in more criminal trouble. But the idea that he never wanted to defend himself, talk
2: about it, that, as Trevor Noah pointed out, in his case looks suspicious. Trump decided... Not to talk. I mean, now we know something
6: shady is going on, right? Because when has Donald Trump ever refused to talk? We can't get the man to stop talking. Donald Trump not talking is like Taylor Swift taking the bus. That's not a thing.
12: Not a thing. Now Trump reportedly pled the fifth over four hundred times in the testimony of the new case I'm telling you about. Now in a civil case, pleading the fifth can be cited as evidence. Everyone, including Donald Trump, has the right not to be forced to incriminate themselves and go to jail. That's what the
8: fifth is for. Incriminate yourself in criminal cases. But that. mean that you can then use that to avoid all other
12: legal issues. The precedent on that is very clear. So it can be civil evidence. And James showed an example of that today. Noting Trump led the fifth and repeatedly said, quote, same answer when asked about lying properties. She also uses the evidence she gathered on Trump's three oldest children, also named in this case, who are officers of the company of Don Jr., testified this summer. Eric Trump was called back in 2020, and the filing references also Alan Weisselberg, who is now a felon, saying he conceded to improperly inflating apartment values and then invoked the Fifth on other lines of questioning. Check this out. Weisselberg asked if the value was overstated by a factor of three. He replies, I didn't do the math. One third, I would agree with that. They follow up. So on the order of a $200 million overstatement, give or take, and Weisselberg confirms, give or take. So the now convicted felon who was in charge of the money and Trump board admits the change here. What James says is fraud was on the order of $200 million on just that one asset. And again, let's be clear. If Mr. Weisselberg or these Trump officials were involved in this for only one asset, you wouldn't have a case, and you certainly wouldn't have 200 pages. What you have here, at least according to Patricia James's office in of investigation, is a pattern and a practice of a criminal organization. That's not my job to be judge and jury here, as I've emphasized to you. There are some things that can also go in Trump's favor, especially at the criminal level, I mentioned the DA, and his defenses will come out and we'll cover them. But right now, as an opening shot in a new case that wants to run him out of business in New York, well, this is a two-by-four. Hey, I'm Ari Melber. Thanks for watching The Beat. I wanted to let you know I'm writing a forward to the January 6th committee's full report, which is coming out soon from HarperCollins. You can go pre-order the book right now. I'm coming to you first comes out in the fall or whatever the government releases it. Just search Melbourne Jan 6 on Amazon or your favorite. Chris Hayes highlights and
0: click MSNBC. All,
6: and my new-
0: all in with Chris Hayes.
6: Americans across the country are in complete and utter disbelief. It's true. Free health benefits are now available for Paul. Michael Cullen was Donald Trump's personal attorney
0: for years you saw
6: there, his the House Oversight Committee back led directly to <laughs> today's lawsuit. He is the host of the Mea Culpa podcast and author of the new book, Revenge, which is out next month. Good to have you here. Good to be here, Chris. I'm listening to the recitation by Tish James of the scope of these fraudulent practices. What was your reaction to that? Sound familiar? Well, it was interesting because like everyone else I was watching, I had no idea what a General uh, Tish James, was going to say. And so when she mentioned my name, I was obviously um, quite elated, to be honest, because (laughs) I'm finally getting the recognition for what I've been sitting on the mountaintops yelling for three and a half, four years, which is that the Trump Organization is a criminal enterprise and that
0: I got thrown under
6: the bus by (laughs) dear old Donald. Simply, as you stated in your intro, somebody has to always fall on the sword for him. Right now, it looks like it will probably be one or both of his kids um and possibly himself as well the one correction that i do want to make Chris, yeah. is what tish james said was not that it's a 250 million dollar request that's the baseline yeah and i've been known to also now state that i believe that that number will be at least <laughs> At least two to three times is um, a penalty for what you're saying in terms of what she's seeking in restitution. Yes, because she didn't have an opportunity to go through, as you said, the labyrinth of organizations. And so when they finally do and they realize the extent of the IRS issues, the um, usage of these personal financial statements uh, and so on, each one of those carries Responsibility, and in this case, a financial responsibility. And I believe it'll be somewhere in the ballpark of about 750 hey, we're million.
0: Listening to Michael, we have
4: four milestones in. that happen in our lives every single year. You have, and?
2: of course, the two solstices, the winter solstice, and 50 million. You
9: know, pull up, the, the pull up, pull the
0: mystery to tour. Is
6: The use of at least two to three times, at least two to three times is um, a penalty. For all you're saying in terms of what she's seeking in restitution, yes, because she didn't have an opportunity to go through, as you said, the labyrinth of organizations. And so, when they finally do and they realize the extent of the IRS issues, the uh, usage of these personal financial statements, uh, and so on, each one of those carries a responsibility, and in this case, a financial responsibility. And I believe it'll be somewhere in the ballpark of about 750 million. You know, <laughs> the, the magic of awesome. real estate is the use of leverage and the use of um, the the equity that you have in a structure, right? In a property to get bank loans, right? And as that value rises, if you're using leverage, you could just make a ton of money, right? You put a little bit in, the asset value rises, you, you pay it off, and all of a sudden you created all this money. It seems to me that, that non-taxable, a, money, non-taxable money, right? Particularly in the in the realm of commercial real Absolutely. estate, like these developments. That, that, I, the, the <laughs> key here is that it's it just, mind-boggling. he's creating, you're just creating tons of profits out of thin air by systematically lying about the how much your buildings are worth, right? So let's just call it phantom, right. phantom net worth. Because that's really what it was. He used that phantom system Network. in order to dupe the system. But the way that he did it is the part that Tish James was so angered about, which is to make allegations, for example, that his home, the triplex apartment here on Fifth Avenue, is 33,000 square feet. And there was a number that they claimed price per square foot that has not only never been even in the realm of the building, it's actually never been achieved in the entire city of New York, regardless of the sky rises that are going up here at the most expensive price per square foot. Ever seen anywhere in the country, but his <laughs> exceeds it by two to three times. It's so flagrant. So I want to play this clip because it, it's a great example, and it's also just black and white. Like, <laughs> we know what the you can go and take a tape measure of the apartment, right? If you lie about the square footage, it's why? like... Why, Chris? Why do you need to take a tape measure? The guy built the apartment <laughs> and right. the My that developed My point being is... And the owner. Is, this is an easy thing. This is a knowable fact in the world to lie about so flagrantly. Take take a listen to how she walked through exactly this wrong. Take a listen.
4: <laughs> Mr. Trump represented that his apartment spanned more than 30,000 square feet, which was the basis for valuing the apartment. Had an area of less than 11,000 square feet, something that Mr. Trump was well aware of. And based on that inflated square footage, the value of the apartment in 2015 and 2016 was $327 million. To this date, no apartment in New York City has ever sold for close to that amount. Huh. Tripling the size of the apartment for purposes of the valuation was intentional and deliberate fraud. Yep. Not an honest mistake.
6: Thank you. My question is, Thanks, why doesn't anyone... You, why, why were you ...able to get away with it? Let me be clear. Donald would call us in and he would say, I want to be higher on the Forbes list. And so... What I need to do is, I'm not worth six billion. I'm worth seven. And then seven will become, I'm worth eight. In fact, I'm actually really worth ten. So this guy added four billion dollars of net worth in a matter of eight to ten seconds. Our job, what we were tasked with, was to take the assets that existed in the previous year's personal financial statement. And come up with a way to get as close to that $10 billion as possible. So there's a target and you're just there ratcheting it up. Well, what we're doing is we're backing into a number, right? You know, one of the things that Tish James puts into, her,
2: into papers which is very different and it's actually less than even this example and you have by the way this is yeah, an example yeah. of Mar-a-Lago. you have it with <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere.
6: Everywhere. everywhere everywhere i mean at least as alleged every, every, single, single, every, every single, asset single asset is, is right. overinflated right but the part that was by far the most egregious is when donald was subpoenaed to provide documents that dealt with his taxes now remember that's after donald filed um, an objection to the right. subpoena. Right. It went to court, he yep. lost. It went to the appellate court, he lost. Went to the Supreme Court, he lost. Then they ultimately gave a series of documents. And that was supposedly all the documents that had to and this is in Tish James's um papers. In fact, when the FBI raided Marolardo, what ended up <laughs> happening is they found documents that would have been responsive to the subpoena. So therefore on top of everything, this dope has now added obstruction of justice as yet another claim. I mean, in fact, there's more claims for him than I think his hair on his head. You know, th- there's there's a question here about why this persisted for so long. I mean, to your point here about the, the, the tax documents, I mean, it does seem to be she talked about referring to the IRS, right? The obvious enormous no-no is to inflate for bank lenders and insurance purposes and deflate from the tax authorities, right? Which is what he did. Right, which is what you said. I remember you saying it in that. You said, look, this was standard, right? Like, when it's time to pay taxes, property's worth nothing. When it's time to get a loan or insured, property's worth nothing, right? But when you get caught with that black and white, like, the IRS does not look that favorably on it. I mean, that seems to me another issue for him here to the extent that she's referring this to the IRS because they have his do- they have his documents. Right. Bank fraud, wire fraud, Right. they throw in money laundering there, you have misrepresentation to a bank, you have the whole plethora of crime. <laughs> Can I ask you a question that you may not be able to Good answer? Good job, Nazi Trump. How common is this in New York real estate? It's be like how much is, is this a Donald fucking Trump, Trump thing? Shit up. Look, I don't know Jesus because don't it. Know. you were just right. there. Right, i right. right. yeah. said yeah. Trump yeah. for a little over a decade before that private practice in a white shoe firm. Right. Um, I don't know, but it's not common, Yeah. all right, it is not. I know many real estate developers with a lot of money, right, legitimate, a lot right. of money. Not one of them Ow. values their apartments, which are newer right, on higher floors and in certainly better buildings with more amenities than his Trump Fifth Avenue apartment. And not one of them is claiming that that unit is worth $375 million <laughs> when in fact, it's worth probably 50. Who, how close does it have to get? I mean, I guess the, 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 the question I have here is I have watched this. I've been covering this for seven years. came down the escalator. There's this kind of crazy thing with him where it just seems like the, the, the fraud is flagrant, the, the going over the line, and yet seems to have gotten away with it. Now it seems like we're in a different space. He doesn't have the power of the presidency anymore. He's got a smaller circle around him. The amount of legal peril he has is so acute. I don't think it's ever been this acute before. What is your assessment of where it's at? The reason that we're where we're at, and again, I thank our courageous and our fearless and our just absolutely fantastic attorney general when she complimented me for um, basically being the start of it. I testified for over four hundred plus hours between seven different congressional committees, the attorney general, the district attorney, and so on. It's that documentation which nobody that's has ever had great. before. Uh-huh. And he never would have given Michael, it to right, expark this down. and sent this into the investigation that's look going big, to ultimately terminate the Trump organization, <laughs> Donald, Don Jr. Ivanka Eric oh, well. Weisselberg, McCani. And the rest of them. is going to put an end to the entire company. You think that? I believe so. (laughs) Michael Cohn, who has seen it from the inside (laughs) and the outside. Uh, It's good to have you here. Thank you so much for making the time to come by. Pleasure. Appreciate it.
1: Did you know that if you live in America, for the next few days, you'll be able to get a complete solar system from our
6: government at absolutely no cost? It's true. Thank you so much for making the time to come by. Pleasure. 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 Appreciate it. Donald Trump is now facing a lawsuit from New York State Attorney General Letitia James, accusing the ex-president, his company, and members of his family
0: me. of staggering, fraud. staggering this fraud. Is
6: actually the second time oh. that the New York Attorney General has moved to take down a Trump institution,
0: take him down.
6: Back in early 2016, then-candidate Donald Trump skipped a Fox News Republican primary debate amidst his feud with then-Fox host Megan Kelly. He was very angry about her questions on his disparaging oh. comments about women, among other things from a previous debate. <laughs> and so Trump counter programmed hosting a rally in Des Moines, Iowa that he billed as a fundraiser for veterans. And who can't get behind that? According to Trump, it was highly successful, raising millions of dollars. We just cracked, the that sign is was gorgeous. just given, we just cracked $6 million, right? $6
11: million. Inside a list of the organizations and folks that are going to be getting this
6: money, we're going to divide it up and they're going to get a lot of money. Everybody's going to get a lot of money. Over the following few days, Trump did deliver some of that money to various veterans organizations in the form of giant checks. As you can see, in the upper left-hand corner of those checks, this money was funneled through his his personal charity. But soon it became apparent the donations were lagging, definitely not adding up to six million dollars. And so Washington Post reporter David Fahrenthold followed up with the Trump campaign to find out what happened to all that money. More than a month later, in early March only, about half of the money million had been donated to veterans' charities. That was according to a summary released by the Trump campaign in response to inquiries in the Washington Post. So it certainly seemed like Donald Trump had cheated veterans out of millions of dollars, $3 million. And so David Fahrenthold kept investigating It took nearly three more months. A lot of public pressure from Farenthold and others in the media for Trump to confirm that all the money had finally been given out.
11: The money has all been sent. I wanted to keep it private. If we could, I wanted to keep it private uh, because I don't think it's anybody's business if I want to send money to the vets. But I will say that the press should be ashamed of themselves and on behalf of the vets, the press should be ashamed of themselves. They are calling me and they are furious because I send people checks of a lot of money, and I'm going to give you the names right now, which is what you want. And instead of being like, thank you very much, Mr. Trump, or Trump did a good job, everyone would say, who got it, who got it, who got it? And you make me look very bad. I have never received such bad publicity for doing such a good
6: job. (laughs) But that was just the beginning for David Farenthold, who continued to investigate the charity organization that had been the kind of means by which this money was given. Over the next several months, he revealed a slew of apparent abuses by the Trump Foundation. The details were crazy. Farenthold found that Donald Trump used money, donated the foundation to buy himself a $12,000 football helmet signed by star quarterback Tim Tebow. In 2007, Trump spent $20,000 of the foundation's money on a six-foot-tall portrait of himself that he hung in his resort in Miami. He also used more than a quarter of a million dollars from his charitable foundation to settle his own legal problems, including $100,000 for an unpaid fine to the town of Palm Beach, Florida, resulting from a dispute of the height of a flagpole. In fact, the foundation's largest ever gift was more than $260,000 used to renovate a fountain outside the windows of Trump's Plaza Hotel. And the smallest came back in 1989, when Trump used his charity's money to pay the, this is serious, $7 registration fee for his then 11-year-old son, Don Jr., to what? join the Boy Scouts. Now, These abuses were all basically hiding in plain sight, but David Farenthold exposed them, bringing public scrutiny won a Pulitzer Prize for his work. And in September of 2016, the announcement came from the New York Attorney General's office they were investigating the Trump Foundation. Of course, Donald Trump was elected president that November, and one month before his inauguration, he announced he would dissolve the foundation. The New York Attorney General blocked that from happening while the investigation was ongoing. And in June of 2018, then-New York Attorney General Barbara Underwood finally put the Trump Foundation out of its misery. She filed a civil suit, sound familiar, alleging widespread misuse of resources and shut the charity down. So we've seen this before, carried out by Letitia James' predecessors, but the very same office. And while criminal charges did not materialize then, they could now. It has been a rough day on the legal front for Donald Trump because Uh. in another blow, Tonight, there is breaking news on the investigation into the classified documents that Trump stashed at his retirement home at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> a federal appeals court just before he went to air just ruled in favor of the Justice Department, mm-hmm. putting a partial stay on the order from Trump-appointed Judge Kylie Cannon that would have prevented the government from using the Mar-a-Lago classified materials in their ongoing criminal investigation. Harry Lippman is a former U.S. attorney for the Western District of Pennsylvania, also served as deputy assistant attorney general of the Department of Justice. joins me now. Um, Harry, this, this ruling just came out the three-judge panel, we should say, two of them, those judges appointed by Donald Trump. Um, all three finding that for the government, give us a, a, a rundown of what, what they said.
3: No, it couldn't be more definitive there's a matter of fact tone to it and and you read it and, and really that what comes through is this is so obvious it's like waking from a nightmare we <laughs> people who have looked at these other uh, opinions by judge cannon tried to explain these were not in some subtle way arguably right they were completely Completely off the reservation. And you read these 27 pages. It's a percurium by the way. The the three judges decided to, to show their unity and all be together. They almost surely have been writing it over the course of the week. So clear was it what she did was wrong. And they just set it down and 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 rebuke everything she said. Possessory interest we cannot discern that you don't want to hear the court of appeals say that we cannot discern a reason why there's a possessory interest grievance or irreparable injury by for having to be subject of a criminal investigation like anyone else because she had given him special treatment Yep. forget about it one after the other very methodical um undramatic but when you of course take a step back and see how comprehensive it is it just completely um uh, rebukes everything she did you know it's some restoration of faith after a truly heart-stoppingly bad set of opinions from her and what they get by the way is exactly what she refused to give them in her second opinion they now have the 100 classified documents, they've taken other things off the table. It augurs poorly for her continued mischief in the case.
6: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- this was, there was a, a year, not unanimous, but a y- near unanimous sense among people that were watching this closely in yeah. legal circles that these canon decisions were really, Wild, right? It's just untethered to Fucking certain basic correct. issues. We've now seen back to back days in which other judges brought in to deal with the matter. Yesterday it was Judge Deary who's been appointed to the special master in the hearing saying, Well what, what's your affirmative argument that you possess them that they're not classified? Well we're not gonna make it. Well then what do you want me to do, guys? And then today, right. I a mean, sort of here's here's a similar, similar idea. Similar thing from
3: the evidence side. You zero on another. Who wins? Again, not a liberal versus conservative, just judging 101 or even one. And she she had flunked it, and, and it's just very, very sort of straightforward. Set them
6: up, mow them down, one proposition after another. So I want to just read one, one point that that they made yeah. that you, you mentioned about this idea that the extraordinariness, right, of the stay here, in order to get the stay, right, to, to get them to stop... To command the government to stop investigating, which which you said and others said, look, this just never happens. And every defendant, he's not even defended defendant yet, he's not been indicted, but everyone being investigated would love for a judge <laughs> to, to find oh, that there's irreparable God. harm in them being oh, investigated. Oh. Here they say, no doubt, the threat of prosecution can weigh heavily on the mind of someone oh. under investigation. But without diminishing the seriousness oh, of that oh, burden, if the mere threat hard. of prosecution were allowed to constitute irreparable oh, harm, oh. every potential could point to the same harm and invoke the equitable powers of the district court, meaning if we let this go, like, everyone could just say, well, there's irreparable harm if they investigate me
3: for the crimes they think I might have done. And here's what's significant. When she said otherwise, she made a big point about Trump's special status as a former president. And people really revolted at that because it was such clear unequal justice. Their quote there just gave a regular case. He's like anyone else. Again, they could have slapped her around more harshly, but they didn't need to. It it was an implicit but very strong rebuke. So, the, her the idea Justice of giving Department. special Thank treatment you, the
7: Department. President. So,
6: the question now is where this goes. My understanding yeah. is that these are not, they can't get an en banc uh, review because it's a stay. So, as a procedural matter, the only place to go is to scotus, right? To, to preserve Judge Cannon's ruling. And I wonder if you think they'll pursue that. You know, it's a question of, of delay because it's not a fruitful idea. And by
3: now, right now, the linebackers are frozen. So unless the Supreme Court would reach down and undo the stay pending review, it does, the the change has come. Right. Uh, so I and I don't expect that to happen. I think what really matters now. This was just give us a stay so we can go forward on
2: this important aspect. But there's the whole huge, uh, you know. Thousand plus documents that are no, by no possible um, conception,
3: his. Will they now appeal? There can still be an appeal on yeah. the merits of her broader opinion, or will they say, as they told her, then, will will muddle through somehow with the rest of this hey, unnecessary, to go get legally documents. wrong opinion because it doesn't uh-huh. harm us so much. That'll be a DOJ decision, and they're making it now. Another quick point: they did it so quickly; they they knew there was injury here every day to the national yeah. security interest, and so this this all worked through in just a few days.
6: In, in the thirty seconds I have left, the 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 threat to the Trump word from Letitia James's suit today: how how acute is
3: it?
0: threat of what
3: very cute i mean look it's it's not him in, in prison but it's everything but it's the trump <laughs> ran, which matters mightily 200 pages comprehensive it and i don't think they can go to trial this is the worst day he's ever had legally
6: <laughs> Harry Lipman, as always <laughs> a pleasure thank you very much thank you, and, okay. and let's hope uh, it just
0: keeps getting worse yeah take down that motherfucker. Before he takes us down, get him first, before he takes us down.
7: We know that God did not create us to be equal to men. Oh, yeah, good fuck you
0: yourself. You know what? we are
7: equal to men. Fake men. Fake Women are fake different care of fuck yourself. We don't want to be equal to them because we are not the same. The
0: Go fuck yourself, kitty blobs. Human condition. my communications. You, Kevin, hey Kevin, I need some TP for my bunghole, fuckface. Huh. Anyway, so uh, yeah, cease and desist because uh, you will be prosecuted to the full, fullest extent of the law, Kevin. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Kevin. And any other uh, fucking hackers or, or whatever, go fuck yourselves. You're not shutting me down. Fuck you.
6: Glad to see Michael Cohen,
8: there, the see Michael Cohen the being Michael vindicated. Cole.
6: Author of the new book, Revenge, which is out next month. Good to have you here. Good to be here, Chris. I'm listening to the recitation by Tish James of the scope of these fraudulent practices. What was your reaction to that sound familiar? Well, it was interesting because like everyone else I was watching, I had no idea what Attorney General uh, Tish James was going to say. And so when she mentioned my name, I was obviously... Quite elated, to be honest, because I'm finally getting the recognition for what I've been sitting on the mountaintops yelling for three and a half, four years, which is that the Trump Organization is a criminal enterprise, and that I got thrown under the bus by dear old Donald, simply, as you stated in your intro, somebody has to always fall on the sword for him. Right now, it looks like it will probably be one or both of his kids, um, and possibly All three of them as well. The one correction that I do want to make is... Tish James said
5: was not that it's a two hundred and fifty million.
6: dollar request. That's the baseline. Yeah. And I've been known to also now state that I believe that that number will be at least two to three times, at least two to three times is um, a penalty for well, what you're saying thing. in terms of what she's seeking in restitution. Yes, because she didn't have an opportunity to go through, as you said, the labyrinth of organizations. And so when they finally do and they realize the extent of the IRS issues, the usage of these personal financial statements uh, and so on, each one of those carries a responsibility, and in this case, a financial responsibility, and I believe it'll be somewhere in the ballpark of about $750 million. You know, the, the magic of real estate development is the use of leverage and the use of... Um, the, the equity that you like, have in the structure right in a
0: property to
6: uh, get bank
0: looks loans, like they're right. removing my comments
6: that value rises if you're using leverage you could just make a ton of money right you put a little bit in the asset value rises you you pay it off and all of a sudden you create all this money it seems to me that, that non taxable non taxable money right particularly in the in the realm of commercial real estate Absolutely. like these developments The, the key here is that he's just mind He's
7: creating you're just
6: creating tons of profits out of thin air by systematically lying about the how much your buildings are building right? So let's just call it Phantom. Right. Phantom Network. Phantom Network. Because that's really what it was. He used that system. In yes, order exactly. To
0: do
5: the
8: Phantom system. Network.
6: That Tish James was so angered about, which is to make allegations, for example, that his home, the triplex apartment here on Fifth Avenue, he looks kind of like Elvis today. Feet, <laughs> there was a number that they claimed price per square foot that has not only never been even in the realm of the building, it's actually never been achieved in the entire city of New York, regardless of the sky rises that are going up here at the most expensive price per square foot ever seen anywhere in the country. But his exceeds it by two to three times. It's so flagrant. So I want to play this clip because it, it's a great example. And it's also just black and white. Like, <laughs> we know what the... You can go and take a tape measure of the apartment, right? If you lie about the square footage, it's Why? like... Why, Chris? Why do you need <laughs> to take a tape measure? The guy built the apartment. himself. so much that developed. My point being is... And the is, owner. This is an easy thing. This is a knowable fact in the world to lie about so flagrantly. Take, take a listen to how she
4: walks through exactly
6: this front. Take a
4: Mr. Trump represented that his apartment spanned more than 30,000 square feet, which was the basis for valuing the apartment. In reality, the apartment had an area of less than 11,000 square feet, something that Mr. Trump... Oh, shit.
0: Live replay. Did
1: you know that an AI voice could sound as good as the one you hear
3: right
7: now? Well said Labs has the highest quality
3: on
0: Puerto Rico. America Unearthed Evidence of the Templar's Deadliest Secret. Holy shit. That sounds pretty great. History. Evidence of the Templar's Deadliest Secret on the History Channel. Full episode.